Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Three great words free fries Friday, especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Friday, said participating McDonald's through 12 31 24, excludes tax, must update to rewards. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello and welcome to the Bike Radar podcast, brought to you from the team behind Cycling Plus, MBUK and BikeRadar.com. In this episode, I sat down with Nico Vulios, 10-time world champion at Downhill and someone who's been very involved in the world of enduro racing and now e-bike racing as well. Alongside racing, Nico is heavily involved in the development of new bikes for Lapierre. During this podcast, we talk about e-bikes and e-bike racing, but don't worry, there's something for everyone because we also talk about Nico's career, his involvement in the development of bikes and the current state of downhill racing. For context, this podcast was recorded at the launch of Lapierre's new Overvolt GLP2 e-Enduro bike. This bike has been totally redesigned thanks to the development of Bosch's new Generation 4 motor. It has allowed Lapierre to give the bike much more contemporary geometry. The previous generation had a very long back end and quite a short front end. However, the new architecture of this motor allows for regular length at the back and a nice and long slack and low geometry up front. Instead of placing the battery in the down tube, Lapierre have placed it right above the motor and this gives a very centralised weight distribution for the bike, which was one of the things that Nico specifically wanted on this GLP2 Overvolt. So let's crack on with the interview. This is Bike Radar Meets, Nico Vulios. So yeah, so we've just spent the past three days riding the new Overvolt GLP2. Uh, can you very quickly talk us through you know, Lapierre's new enduro-focused e-bike. What's the, the concept and what's the idea of this bike? Yeah, the main idea is really to make a playful bike mm-hmm. at, at the start of the of our idea and um, and close to a, a normal bike, like a normal mountain bike. So it's never easy when you have a battery a drive mm-hmm. unit, so you, you need to add extra weight. And um, so, yeah, just uh, do an e-bike that you can have fun with. 
And when you have fun with, uh, of course, we, we go for an enduro, but uh, you, when it, you have fun, it's capable. And mm -hmm. uh, it's why we go for an enduro. Uh, and when you see the bike uh, straight, you can understand easily the concept eh, of yeah. weight distribution. Uh, so it's a second version of the GLP. We mm -hmm. had the first one with the previous uh, Gen 2 uh, Bosch. And now it's uh, with the new one who give us more room to play around. And, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the Gen 4 Bosch motor is a little bit smaller and it allows you to have shorter chain stays because I think the, the original um, overvolt had quite long at the back and to compensate maybe the front end was a little shorter. So looking at the jump sheets, this one is much more contemporary in its geometry, is that? Yeah, it's right, yeah. Uh, yeah, with the short uh, chain stay, we could do a normal geometry, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> because we just uh, got uh, 45 mil shorter. Huh? So, oh, no, the <laughs> yeah. wow. so to 480, uh, 485 to 440, so it's, yeah. a, it's a big gap. Uh, and it was the tricky things to, when you see the, the battery where it's placed, there is no weight on the front with mm -hmm. short chain stay, not easy. Uh, so it's why also we go for a comp contemporary uh, geometry with longer reach, uh, steep seat tube angle mm -hmm. uh, to try to help the bike to climb mm -hmm. because the bike it's also climbing. Yeah. Uh, it's quite easy to do. Fine. With this concept, it's easy to do a bike uh, who is just going down quick, mm -hmm. but also you have to climb. So uh, yeah, the modern geometry help. So just for context, the um, many of the e-bikes that come out, the, the battery is obviously in the down tube and this places the weight further forward in the bike. And what Lapierre you've done is you've moved the, the battery a little bit more horizontal compared to the, the down tube, but this has allowed you to move it more towards the center of the bike. And it's that center of mass and sort of the, the weight a little bit lower towards the back of the bike, which you, you believe is really helping it. Yeah, for me, the, the weight distribution is a, is a key thing, uh, especially when you want to do extreme, extreme things. Uh, it's okay when you are riding a normal trail or fire road with a, with a battery in, in, the, in the down tube, mm -hmm. uh, because you have, uh, okay, you have weight close to the front, close to the head tube, but if you are not doing extreme things, okay, it works. But as soon as you go on steep things, uh, the weight uh, doesn't help mm -hmm. <laughs> at all because uh, it's adding, uh, like uh, if you fork dive, so then you need to put a lot of pressure or adjust hydraulic for that. But then it's not really working when it's mm -hmm. not steep. Uh, and it's like a car, if you have a weight and it's placed not at the right place, you try to compensate, but uh, the, the, the base is not so good because uh, because it gives you weight on the steering. It's heavy and handling, and uh, and it doesn't work, and you don't have a playful bike. So when the weight is in the middle, then the balance of your bike is like a normal bike. Mm -hmm. uh, when you jump, when you when it's stiff, when you steep, when you got a few steps down. Uh, it's not pushing you, and uh, even for the arm, you, it feels light, so it's not. Uh, fine. It's better to do a long ride. Fine. It's all going the right way, mm -hmm. in the right direction. You can compensate with a bad concept, but if you start with a good concept, uh, it helps a lot. Yeah, and with, with this new bike, um, 
it seems that you've had a, a lot of input into the design of the bike. Can you just sort of explain what your position then within Lapierre is? Obviously, you're, you know, you've had the racing history, um, you've done the rallying history, but what, what are you doing now within Lapierre? Yeah, but it's really the kind of the concept where I have uh, I have almost white card to do it. Like uh, with Gilles Lapierre, this uh, this second version, enfin, already the first version, I was. Uh, try to make the best e-bike as possible. So we, we start with this concept with the battery above the drive unit. But the, the second version, really, I, I was able to, to change the, the kinematic and choose 29, 27 and do a modern geometry and choose the travel and even involved in the design with a, with a designer, try to make it, this concept looking good. And mm -hmm. I think we we achieved that. It was not easy uh, because the first version was not uh, exceptional. It was uh, <laughs> or you like or you don't like. But if you don't like, I can I could understand. Now this one, I really like it. Uh, when you see it in really real, uh, it's it's nice bike, mm -hmm. uh, even with the battery place and it's not uh, internal. Uh, so yeah, more or less, uh, my job was to do the yeah. Uh, like to continue this concept, but mm -hmm. the, the geometric, kinematic, ratio, etc., and the testing back to that, and uh, help also the product manager to choose the, 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 the parts. Uh, but it's more and more my job uh, at Lapierre. It was mm -hmm. already the, 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 the case, but uh, yeah, GLP2, it's really the, the kind of project that I can really have fun to... Yeah. to, to Will not say to manage, but yeah, more or less to be really and yeah. following the project mm -hmm. to to make sure we have something really good into the trail. So a, a strong influence then on the design of this bike. Yeah. <laughs> and are, are you involved in the rest of the Lapierre range as well, or is it? Are you mostly focused on the Overvolt? No, I'm I'm involved as soon as there is a. Um, it's a mountain bike. I'm really involved. Mm -hmm. uh, like again, a geometry uh, for sure. Kinematic when it's full suspension bike. Uh, like the skeleton of the bike. It's it's my job at uh, at mm -hmm. Lapierre. Uh, and I have some project like the uh, GLP2 or the Spicy where I'm more in the first line mm -hmm. to try to to remake really uh, on this kind of product it's more what I'm my background helped me yeah. to, to 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 do a good a good bike and um, and it's uh, it, again it's a cool part of, of my my job and even on a new project we which is we are not uh, really downhill of enduro uh, gravity I'm I'm involved uh, you will see some new new project and uh -huh. uh, it, it's a good test, I think, to, to see if I yeah. can also manage different uh, bike style. Mm -hmm. So it seems that, you know, you, you've been involved at a high level in mountain biking now for 30 years. I mean, your first world championship was 92 as a junior. Yeah, it's right. And so, yeah, we're 28 years on from that. In the past 28 years, mountain biking has developed incredibly in mm -hmm. that time. But it feels that maybe if you looked five, six years ago, things maybe were leveling out a bit but this this explosion of, of e-bikes you know a lot of people aren't big fans but i feel that would you agree that it's maybe one of the more exciting aspects of mountain bike in terms of the development of the sport at the moment i think so yeah because we try to to get a <laughs> great e-bikes mm -hmm. and just not a, a engine on a on a mountain bike mm -hmm. but like a, on the first e-bike 
that uh, you are a bit disappointed when you write it. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's really hard huh, we, to, to make it, uh, to make a, a good e-bike mm -hmm. in terms of handling and the pleasure. And, and there is some new, new project. And huh? we did the uh, EZST with a small drive unit with yeah. a Fazua, something, okay, less uh, assistance, but uh, really fun to ride. We have the GLP2, but we can see also other brands eh, like the, the last uh, SL uh, Specialized who, who go in this direction. Uh, I think there is a fun. The deal is to have fun on your bike. Eh? Mm -hmm. It's not just to put a number, okay, I can do more, I have more range. And yeah, okay, for like, uh, <laughs> it's not a cargo bike. Yeah. You need to have fun. So, okay, you can do longer, okay, but if you have no, no fun on your bike. So, there is. I've, I mean, yeah, and again, to answer, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not easy. So I don't say it's easy to do a good mountain bike mm -hmm. uh, without uh, engine. Uh, it's, it's tough as well because uh, it's little tricks and it's not just one angle or a reach. It's all a combination of everything. And uh, sometimes, and most of the time, you just play with little details mm -hmm. on the suspension setting or sometimes can be yeah, little things, uh, stem length going with the head and girl and, uh, <laughs> and the top tube length and the chain stay and the BB, it's uh, it's combination. Mm -hmm. uh, and the spec there is on the bike as well. Uh, so... so we have fun to try to develop that. And okay, it's not a downhill bike, it's... Uh, but. We, I think, when you like ride trail, you like uh, you like have fun in, and try to climb things. Uh, it's it, it's become it's become fun, uh, and you can do more downhill track. Mm -hmm. and, and and the bike is uh, heavier than a normal bike, so sometimes it's helpful and it's stable and it's uh, it look like an old downhill bike. Yeah. Bit, huh? So yeah, it's uh, it's fun too. Do you think are there are many parallels between? I mean, there can't be many parallels, I guess, between the bikes you were racing 25 years ago, 20 years ago, and the bikes you're racing now. There must be so much change. What uh, is there anything in, in that? What what are the standout changes that have happened in that time? Is it the geometry? Is it the componentry? Suspension tires? Yeah, so many, so much. It's everything. <laughs> Wheel size uh, changed a lot uh, because we were in 26. Mm. Bike was uh, quite smaller. Uh, so so these two things changed already a lot. Mm. Uh, long bike. Uh, bigger wheel, but uh, by little, and the component components are quite, fine, are stiffer for big wheel for 29, for example. So you can have a good bike, but uh, we are able to make it because it's not just doing long bike or put a 29 wheel, but we are able to make it uh, bike who are able to turn even mm -hmm. if they are longer and with a big wheel, uh, big wheel. So. Yeah, it's going on in this direction. Uh, um, so it's cool. Yeah. And with the, currently, you're involved a lot with the, the Enduro side, the E-Enduro. Mm -hmm. Can you talk us through what you sort of really believe is the main interest in, in this side of the Enduro sport? You, you did EWS a little, and you were moving towards the, the electric side. Is that a fair... Yeah, but just yeah. Uh, what I'm looking for uh, with uh, the racing e-bike, it's uh, just doing longer stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, really, uh, not shuttle, <laughs> no lift at least, yeah. and uh, and just uh, climbing technical uh, mm -hmm. trail to go up. Uh, 
do maybe and I hope longer stage as well, more like uh, not enduro but like trail mode because uh, in enduro, okay, uh, he has to to go down. Sometimes you have little flat or climb, mm -hmm. but I think with a bike we can reach sometime, you know. Uh, going down and there is a quick appeal but uh, going down again and it's open like a longer trail that mm -hmm. you can do in normal bike i think you need to be different to just enduro yeah uh, and it's what i'm looking for with the with the new series just uh, okay you have two battery okay not one but two and every 1000 up you go back to the paddock you change your battery uh, you have assistance and and you you start back. Mm -hmm. I did a race like that like that last year in uh, Valberg. It yeah. will be the the first and uh, of the WSE mm -hmm. uh, this season. And uh, yeah, we we did uh, during the day we did three thousand three hundred up. And uh, well, I, I promise that at the end of the day, that's a big day, yeah, yeah, even with, with an e-bike and you can say, no, he's not for lazy guy. He yeah. doesn't climb by fire road, uh, never, or by road, uh -huh. or just technical single track. So uh, with a time quite limited to climb, so quite okay. fast. Uh, then we have uh, six, seven minutes at the start, like a, uh, like a gate that you can recover uh -huh. uh, and then go for, for your ride. So it was quite cool, and uh, mm -hmm. and it was different. It was a new format, and I think if we want that e-bike race uh, became more popular, not to replace uh, e-bike race, just we need to do something different with mm -hmm. uh, mountain bike, with uh, a WS in Enduro, has to continue and grow even more. Mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's uh, but there is a place for e-things just if it's adapted. Yeah. yeah. So you think that this this format is is that how it is going to work or how it, it should work in an ideal world? Is that how is this EWSE series going to work in that regard? Yeah, I think they they are they chose the right format mm -hmm. with uh, and uh, I'm I'm really glad to see how it, they will manage it. I will I will be in a, in a, in the free rider to try to get uh, feedback from the race during mm -hmm. the race. Uh, um, and yeah, to try to help to improve the, the, the series. But uh, they should, from what I read and I know, they, they mm -hmm. should, they, 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 are, they choose this format. So, and that it will need to, to, It'll, to it evolve itself. Yeah, evolve, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's a good way to technical stuff, long, and uh, mm -hmm. it will be even better on two-day racing. Honestly, I think that uh, during the weekend you do, you do a lot, like mm -hmm. uh, six or... 7,000 and yeah. then then it's, it's it's proper racing yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we were chatting or you we were chatting yesterday on the ride um, and you're talking about how you manage um your efforts with the motor mm -hmm. so when you're um riding along somewhere a little bit flat but you have to pedal you're maybe looking at the speed on your computer yeah, I think in a bike you you need to be smart uh, to well, you are, you need to manage your your uh, the battery uh, mm -hmm. during climbing. So sometimes it's just not full turbo MTB, but riding down and racing, uh, you really need to be careful to not pedal everywhere like an enduro bike. Uh, then <laughs> sometimes it doesn't pay off, and so it's good sometimes when you when there is unfortunately flat. Uh, during uh, stages, in e-bike, it's really what we don't want to to see. Right. 
to avoid any cheating, uh, you know, like uh, it's 25 and oh, it's tight when it's flat, mm -hmm. you know, with turns or oh, it's uphill uh, or it's down, but try to remove all the, the flat part as mm -hmm. possible. But when you have it, unfortunately, it's good. Yeah, like uh, explain to you, like uh, you look a bit your computer because sometimes when you are pushing, you don't know if you are at 32, 35, but it's hard anyway because it's up 25 uh, and it's even harder than normal bike. So you have to pedal. But if you are at 27, 28, sometimes it's really better to just uh, stop to, and just stay at 25 and it become easy and mm -hmm. sometimes for a few seconds and just accelerate again to reach 32, 35 yeah. as you can. And come back, you know, do it in step more than just trying to stay at 27, mm -hmm. 28 for nothing because it's a... so your speed is varying a bit more just to get a little bit of assistance for a bit, uh -huh. and then for you know so you can have a rest, and then you put more effort yeah. in, <laughs> and instead of just you know just hurting yourself at just above the assistance yeah. level, yeah, exactly. So it helps a bit, yeah. It's uh, mm -hmm. even out of the turn. It's good sometimes to leave the motor do out of the turn, and then when you are close to 25, put your acceleration after, mm -hmm. then really push in the same time as the engine. It, it doesn't bring a, a lot. And then uh, if you have to pedal up 25, you are no more, fine, except if you are, yeah, mm -hmm. really strong. <laughs> and as we sort of said, you, you've won 10 world championships in downhill. How does your experience and your history in racing downhill um, influence or sort of mold who and how you're racing now have you have you is it been an easy transition to go from downhill to ews to e-bikes or is it yeah but first it was a long time ago so sometime i yeah. think it was another life <laughs> but you, you took a bit of time out and yeah. then you came back to yeah yeah i do some radical stuff and then uh, back to enduro well, more or less enduro it's what i like to do because it's you you get your bike you go out of your house and then you go right and it's into trace uh, so it's why i like enduro uh, but i like also uh, doing uh, laps on the, on the same trail and just try to improve a bit mm -hmm. and, and understand your bike your setting your line mm -hmm. or you brake before the the turn and you release your brake and keep a bit more speed and so this kind of stuff uh, E-bike is uh, just to, it's just a prolongation of that because I can do my shuttle by myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's okay, you can uh, can seems boring, but no, you can climb by by sometimes the trail you are going down or just on the on the side and you do your loop mm -hmm. or your things. You can all do a different trail and and do long. Uh, I'm not just doing e-bike, I'm also riding a mountain bike yeah. because I really like that as well. The only thing is mountain bike, I, uh, we, I, I had the feeling I need to be in a group. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's long in appeal, like uh, you are just boring, it's so yeah. slow. Uh, you need the social yeah, aspect. You, yeah, exactly. And then you forget you are just climbing at 6, 7k when it's yeah. a bit steep. Then with e-bike, okay, if you're alone, it's okay. If you have just one hour and a half, it's okay, you can go and mm -hmm. have fun. But, so it's why I like to do both, mm -hmm. and, and I and I like also to ride downhill in shuttle as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. All the aspect, yeah. As soon as there is fun, it's why I like e-bike. It's because it's fun even in uphill. Mm -hmm. I, I like going down. <laughs> I'm not the crazy guy who like also big big effort. So it's why e-bike it's cool. And and when you try to challenge yourself on the technical stuff, mm -hmm. you are 
it's hard. <laughs> yeah. When you were, especially, I guess, racing downhill, you were well known for being very in tune with your bike. You know, if we, I talk to my colleagues who have ridden with you many times in the past, you know, Rob, you know, there's always stories about, oh, I was riding with Nico and, you know, he's doing this or tuning this or very, you're very analytical in, mm -hmm. in how you um, approach mountain biking. Is that for you? Do you think that's been a, a big benefit and, and a big positive? Or would you, would you be happy if you could just, you know, do you, do you have to try and analyze it all or is it you enjoy? Yeah, I enjoy it. So it's not a problem for me. To, I'm, I'm like that. I like, I like to ride, of course. I, it's the, the main things, but I also like really to try and it's rare that I'm not going to ride with a new staff on my bike. Mm -hmm. Like if I, I can try a little things. Uh, it can be a token, a bit more air, just a different tune on shock or something. You get a bit more ex excitement to go okay. ride than just get a bike, go ride for ride. Yeah, I like, I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. You're always trying to find something new to improve or to yeah to know to learn to yeah. improve. Yeah, at the end it's to improve because if I improve my bike, then I have more fun when I'm riding. Uh -huh. So it's it's a combination. Uh, but for sure, I didn't force myself. I, I like to do that, and and I did uh, back in the day as well. I did a lot of testing, yeah. even with data things, just because I like it. Was oh, okay, I get it back during race because my bike was set like so I set want better. and better, and I go faster. But it's also something I like. To mm -hmm. And what was sort of your secret, I guess, to being so dominant? back in sort of the early mid 2000s well i think it's that yeah <laughs> yeah i i think it's this uh, maybe not capacity but uh, yeah the, the, the pleasure as well not to ride but also to 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 be uh, attentioning on details mm -hmm. bikes and uh, line choice and everything and good trainer and uh, try to understand the discipline maybe mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, having a, a great bike for sure, it's, uh, it's something I always had, more yeah. or less. I, my bike was always uh, the best or one of the best, but it was, I never really felt that uh, my bike was not good enough mm -hmm. to, to, to win a race. I uh, guess like psychologically knowing that you yeah. have the best possible bike is only going to help your... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I really feel that if I don't have the best product, I'm not, I've, yeah, it's not good. I need to feel that the bike is, uh, mm -hmm. is for sure, I'm happy with to be able to, to push 100% and, uh, and uh, yeah, on, on the race. Yeah. Do you see anyone, any of the younger guys at the moment in racing, whether it's downhill or EWS, with that same attitude? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We have uh, Loic. Loic is yeah. doing that uh, with even more. Fine, he has he has really all the the package to do that. But uh, with uh, his mechanic Jack and and his team, yeah, they are working hard on mm -hmm. on, on all that details. And uh, then he's, he knows everything on his bike and can adapt for the track. And, and it's like if you get a bit more confident because uh, you you know that uh, even if it's new track you work hard and even you work hard you know that uh, you work more than the other and uh, it's all these little things who help mm -hmm. you to forge you uh, to be yeah a strong attitude during mm -hmm. the race and uh, 
and a mental thought that you need for a three minute race that you need to give everything yeah and uh but you need to be really yeah uh clever i don't know if it's a word but in your head and uh and we see if uh, if we talk about loic oh it was hard for him at the last world cup mm-hmm. Uh, we saw him riding with stress and mm-hmm. compared at the world championship or different race where he didn't have yeah have and okay he won the world cup overall great he was super tight race it mm-hmm. was fun but we saw him and we saw that he was not the loic we we knew before uh just he's just a stress and some guys are able to manage mm-hmm. it, some over not so for sure this is also a key is uh, to be able to manage that, to, to really be focused on your line, on your race, uh, and, and just give your what you can find your best level and, mm-hmm. and give your best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We see in, in you know racing, whether it's downhill or I guess now these days EWS as well, and maybe in cross country too, the different countries at different times have uh, strong and, uh, stronger and weaker times. And, you know, if we look at the you know, early 2000s, early mid 2000s, the French team was you know, very strong. Yourself, mm-hmm. Fabian, for example, and then you know the, the Brits came, and we, the British guys had an amazing five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. But now it seems that although there's some great riders from across the world, the French again in, in men and women in downhill and enduro are, are kind of the, the ones to beat, the team to beat. Is there something? In the French racing structure, or it, why why has France become such a strong um, country when it comes to racing? Yeah, I think there is a well, there is a dynamic. Like when you have, a, for sure, when you have one great rider, uh, he helps to mm-hmm. the other one. He, he helps that to the other one get more motivated, mm-hmm. and he, he helps. But we have a strong federation as well mm-hmm. uh, that uh, always uh, detect and do some uh, some st- stage, fan, yeah, like school things, mm-hmm. kind of school things. Uh, he helps as well. Uh, sometimes it's luck as well, huh, a bit. Yeah. Like uh, you get a good rider and maybe you have two one in the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he helps. But uh, yeah, at the moment, uh, yeah, for France, it's a good time. Yeah, male and uh, female. Male and female, uh, everything. So, but it's like a wave, huh? It's uh, yeah. again, you sometimes it doesn't work. Uh, but like the federation and the club are quite dynamic, mm-hmm. even around. We have a super dynamic uh, club, and uh, uh, Loïc's dad is really involved in the US kind, for example, and even uh, Loris Verger's dad. Also involved, so they, they, we saw them since uh, little kids uh, yeah. doing s- small races around, and we knew for sure this two was uh, ahead of the other one. Mm-hmm. In the same time, you never know when if they will become world champ or be yeah. able to win a World Cup. But but for sure, we saw that uh, yeah. they were really good, and uh, and then yeah, with uh, a bit of dynamics around, and like you say, boy. I was the first of this generation mm. in the area, and then Fabien mm. followed that, and then we we got Loic uh, a bit more time after, but mm-hmm. he, he came. Uh, we have some good riders like Julian Cambelli in between, and but at the moment, yeah, I don't know, but uh, cross country uh, downhill, uh, male and female, we are we are in yeah. good position. And EWS. And EWS. <laughs> <laughs> but Enduro. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, the France was quite uh, involved in Enduro, and I think yeah. in it, it starts from there. There's a bit of history behind. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so uh, we, we had Jake Clemens, but even before that, the, I, I remember doing uh, an Enduro race uh, in Sospel a uh, long time ago, mm -hmm. back in the day, but it was really the, the, like the first kind. He was a guy from Motorbike who organized right. it. Because uh, it was this kind of format, yeah. and uh, even Jean-Pierre Bruni did this race and won. I remember because it was enduro with more cross-country style. Yeah. It uh, was stages, but some appeal in, in the things, and it was quite uh, complete down it and, yeah. and appeal. But yeah, it's part of history. Mm -hmm. We had many great races with a uh, trip d'Emile. So mm -hmm. it's why in Alos with Fred Glow with uh, 10,000 during the week. Hard, like 5,000 yeah. Saturday or 5,000 huh. Sunday, but we've lived, mm -hmm. but then you have to manage it. Uh, it's yeah. long, it's long weekend when you, yeah. and it was uh, blind, no, no practice. And then uh, just riding uh, blind, really under spirit. Yeah. So, and it was in France a long time ago. Yeah. This area that we're, we're in at the moment, so we're near Pay and Blauzac. Mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's the area that you live in and Fabian lives in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there something in, in this region, you know, it's the Southern Alps, the Maritime Alps, you know, the, 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 the riding we've done the past few days has been technical, rocky, steep, up and down. Do you think, you know, th this area seems to have bred a lot of those top races? Yeah, I think uh, it helps for sure if you live on a flat country, for example, and mm -hmm. have no mountain, it's not easy. Huh? Mm -hmm. We have maybe Martin Maes, who is yeah. <laughs> an example of that, and uh, it's, he's impressive, where, because he he stay at, enfin, he don't really travel all around to, to train during the winter, mm -hmm. so, on the trail, I mean, so, so it's a Contra example, but otherwise, when you, your, your terrain is uh, is great and different, because we uh, think you saw we have rocks, but we can also find different yeah. style. Uh, it's not only on mud, on only in roots, or only in rocks. Uh, he, for sure, it helps to because uh, it's all about that, and there is some good rider everywhere. Mm -hmm. But if the if where you ride is always good ride and you, you learn a bit of it, uh, you, you improve yourself and uh, yep, of mm -hmm. course. I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, and even the weather is not, we are not living in uh, Australia or New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, but you can ride all the year. Yeah, like, yeah. And during the winter, it's a bit more wet and slippery, so it's not too bad as well. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so You have to develop those skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. need to ride the wet routes. <laughs> Just to finish off, I guess, you know, what um, if you want to hypothesize or look in a crystal ball for the future, what, where do you think the mountain biking industry is going to be in, in five or ten years' time? You know, five years ago, nobody was riding e-bikes. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, you know, Enduro was not really anything. And the, the changes that we've seen because of those two things has been very um, impressive in the industry. You know, a, a trail bike now has benefited no end from enduro, and e-bikes have gone from some ugly bike with a you know a, mm -hmm. a, a battery strapped on the down tube and a big hulking motor and a super long chainstay. You know, everything's changed. Yeah. My feeling is um, when we see the kids and uh, just playing a video game and uh, everything uh, get more. Uh, 
we get a bit more lazy, I mean, uh, or more interesting doing too much effort. And when we, we know that uh, mountain bike, it's more or less all about fun and it's not so fun when uh, you have to climb uh, all around. Uh, Sometimes it's, it's easier on road, like uh, mm. it's never steep as mountain bike as to, can be mm-hmm. because uh, you are on trail or on fire road, but it can be steep. I really think that uh, like small e-bike or with the new generation of battery, if I imagine something will mm-hmm. arrive in, uh, I don't know when, but yeah. of course, I f- the, 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 we, yeah, the technology will really improve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the feeling like... Uh, mountain bike will be with uh, an help. Mm-hmm. I hope not too big. Like mm-hmm. uh, we, we really need to find a, a limitation about power and things yeah. to didn't get motorbike into trails and get mm. have problem on that. But like it's all about fun. I think it can do more and it can also bring youngster on mm-hmm. that because it's, it's fun. It's not a motorbike but it's a bike and you can do f- you have fun every time you ride it. It's also sport because you, it's not just turning. Fun. I don't say motorbike is not sport because mm. uh, <laughs> if you are okay, you are t- turning the throttle. But uh, <laughs> if you see the supercross this guy, they are strong. And so I'm not saying that, but just you are pedaling and you hurt things. It's still bike. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I think a lot of guys would like to see a mountain bike, e-mountain bike, super light, like mm-hmm. almost like a, a bike. Yeah. Just to have the benefit of two and, uh, and enjoy. And this is basically what the EZSD is kind of like with with that Fazio system. Yeah, so it's a... It's a small a, battery, a small motor, a little more gentle assistance than the Bosch or the Shimano or the, or the Bros. I, exactly. But we need to go further, like even yeah. lighter, even... Uh, Maybe a little bit more power, but mm-hmm. just on this concept. And I really think it, it just, and uh, more range. So it just can come, because it's easy to do something light, huh? but you have no range. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, so he has to, to come with a, with a new generation of battery one day. One day, yeah. When we will know with cars industry, because they will be the first mm. for that. And, uh, but I think it will, it will be another step. Mm-hmm. Of okay geometry, new thing, and uh, you, we can always in, improve little things yeah. like we did since uh, a few years. Yeah. But uh, but that I think will, uh, mm-hmm. will bring something new, and uh, maybe yeah, more people into trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where are we going to see Nico Villiers in five ten years? What's your plan? <laughs> uh, I hope you will see me still riding like I did, enjoying and mm-hmm. not to. Uh, damage my body <laughs> into trail trying to rip like a young girl <laughs> uh, but continuing to develop and have fun on developing bike uh, mm-hmm. at Lapierre and uh, and also continue to manage like do what I'm doing now just uh, in, in more years mm-hmm. managing the, the enduro team or racing team try to keep a contact with racing like uh, I really like and uh, yeah and I will be happy with. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. Thanks yeah, really, to you. Yeah. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the Bike Radar podcast. If you want any more information on what we've been talking about or more news and views on cycling, check out bikeradar.com. Bye.